Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. This is the Eat, Sleep, and Leave, Repeat Podcast, your weekly AEW breakdown. Introducing first the most electrifying host in all of professional wrestling podcast, Charlie. Charlie. Let's go, brother. And I'm the other half of our hosting duo. They call me the Duke. They call me the Digital Phantom. I am the Duke of Derps. Also known as Gary. Yo, 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 yo. Hey there, buddy. How's it going there, people? Hey, man. Right, we had, um, we wrestling had... sucked this week, bro. I'm sorry. Come I'm, on, I'm burying it. <laughs> I'm burying the wrestling community. You sucked this week. You gave me nothing interesting. I'm burying right. instantly. Yeah, dude. No, All right. Was, uh... Hey, we had three shows plus our two darks and... Yeah, I mean, this was, you know what I would say, actually, you know what this week was? It was kind of slapped together by a lot of the companies, I feel like, you know? I gotta like, say, though. Penta versus Punk was on Twitter, literally. <laughs> Punk was just probably, like, bored trying to figure out if he was going to be on the show this week, you know? Whether he should take the time to fly <laughs> at wherever the hell. I and say, say, oh, though, who, man, I who, like, who are we fighting? You know, like. Yeah, and I loved the idea of Rampage at 7. I, I just think it flowed really well. Like, that is a good time slot for Rampage. Maybe you start Rampage at 7, but then it ends at 10. Or not 10, sorry, at, at, oh, eight, at 9. Sorry, at 9, I should say. <laughs> at 9. Well, no, 10. I don't know. Fuck it. Three-hour Rampage. Let's go. Fuck it. Three All hours. Right. That's that. That's what Raw said. All right. Anyway, um, send it in. No, but anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, there was some good stuff this week. There was a lot of really fun matches. Uh, the main events were pretty solid all around. Um. For the most part, and except for I don't like Dark because Dark sucked. I'm gonna bury Dark pretty hard this week. Um, Dark just felt like it had just no no point within the week. Yeah, yeah. At this point, yeah. So, um, anyway, um, so let's get right into a few quarters of business out of the way at the top of the show. The first of bitch being the first of bitch. Sorry, the first of which being. I didn't mean to say that. Um, the first of bitch being. All right. Anyway, um. <laughs> Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Bane Duke. That's B A N E D U K E. And you can follow Charlie at O Charlie with an X instead of an A. You can also make sure you follow and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. This be that Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. And make sure you follow the Soki Entertainment YouTube channel. We still haven't posted anything um, about Moon Knight. That's my fault. Um, I'm actually like an episode behind right now, I think. I just, it's not that I don't have any interest in the show. I just. I don't know. I don't take it time to sit down like, and watch I mean, the good thing is, considering everyone got those uh, four-episode phasers, I mean, I don't whatever what are they called? Screeners? And so, at least after this week, we'll be caught up with everyone else that's seen it. So, I suppose, yeah. So, I'll definitely be tuning in probably later tonight, unless I decide to do something else. Um, either way, we will be eventually reviewing Moon Knight, but definitely... Um, I'm excited. The thing I'm probably going to watch tonight is, is, uh, the Batman, obviously. Um, so, Oh my God, that's right. So I'll probably be watching. Dude. That. But anyway, Oh, you got to let me know what you think of that. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Uh, I've heard so many good <laughs> things about it. So I'm just excited to see it finally. Um, anyway, um, back to wrestling stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's pretty much, I mean, I don't know, man. Like I just like, sometimes it just feels a little off like it did this week. And like, I guess, Let's start off with the positive stuff, the stuff that we liked. So we like to start off with here. Um, and for me this week, I it took all the way till the end of the week to get to my favorite, but it's not on purpose. Like I had a favorite match, obviously, going throughout the week. But um, Dalton Castle versus John Gresham, Jonathan Gresham for the Ring of Honor World Title. So actually, I expected this to kind of just be like a much of what it was, which is very like you know a lot of heavy striking, a lot of. 
um, sort of New Japan-esque sort of stuff. I like to re- reference that a lot. Just like the heavy striking, the strong style, whatever you want to call it, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but this actually was a lot more technical than I realized. Like, okay, Dalton Castle, you're a really clean technical wrestler. Not that I didn't think you could be, but it didn't seem like your style, you know? Um, but that So that was a surprise, and I really liked that. And then it got super really athletic. Like, they were both like, I, I, I forgot from watching the main event of Ring of Honor Supercard how athletic Jonathan Gresham actually is. He's basically a luchador at his side, which is kind of crazy, you know, like, um, which is nuts. He, he is just so enjoyable, this, man. This is kind of a cool match for AEW to have on actually, this is on random TV. If you just happen to be scrolling through the channels when Battle for the Belts was online or Battle of the Belts, what was the, what was the actual? Yeah, Battle of the Belts. Battle of the Belts, the the belt battle, uh, the belt battle royale. Um, that uh, if you just happen to be flipping that on, like that match would make me stop and see, like, what the hell is going on? Because there's some crazy stuff going on. Um, so I thought that was actually a really cool match to have on TV, in and of itself. Um, I don't know, and it was also like it didn't feel like it was too long. I mean, it could have been longer, but it felt like I don't know how long exactly the match was. I didn't write it down, but I don't know. I would guess like somewhere a little like like uh south of 20 minutes like uh i'm not sure exactly how it would probably probably between 10 and 20 i would guess i don't know yeah uh, and and I, you know go i ahead. gotta say i think i'm with you in the fact of i'm curious how many people for the first time watched dalton castle wrestle because it's only he, my second time watching him this was such an enjoyable match because a gresham is just a technical wizard and his entire get up just screams like star the way his entrance, everything about it. And he takes full advantage of it. And I can't wait to see what they go next with him. But Dalton castle. I, I actually would prefer if they brought him to AEW and not ROH. I think this gimmick is something fresh. It, he keeps inventing it, like reinventing it over the years, like a little bit here and there. And I just, the word of mouth has been so fantastic from Dalton castle's performance. And I just can't help but wonder what the people who've never seen him before thought of this. And like, there is a spot in wrestling for him, and there's a spot in AEW for how he wrestles. Whether it's at the top of the card, like this was for the ROH World Championship, and you never for once felt like he was weird out there, like he no. didn't belong. And yeah, I mean, uh, overall, the match is really good. I feel like we should touch what happens after the match since it's kind of in the same segment. Yes. And this was a much better presentation of Satnam Singh than we got on Wednesday. And we'll talk about that uh, as we're talking about Dynamite. But this actually made Satnam Singh just feel like a fucking beast. And I think it sets up, I mean, look, we're going to get Jay Lethal heel versus Jonathan Gresham. And I just, I got to applaud him for making, kind of making up for what they did on Wednesday. Because it was a little bit of, Dude, I mean, I'm so excited. For it that was straight story. up getting destroyed on Wednesday after the fact, but I think this was a much, you know, three days apart, two days. Technically this came off great with Samoa Joe with the lead pipe. So yeah, I mean, anything else from the aftermath that you were, that you uh, want to touch on? Um, I, I'm excited to have, uh, you know, Jay lethal. I, I like that. There's going to be a little bit between Joe too. Like I like, I like that. Obviously it's going to be Joe versus this new guy, obviously, but I mean, you know, um well talk about getting thrown man if you want <laughs> if you wrestle with Samoa Joe and you look good that's gonna yeah. do some good things for your career absolutely 
Um, I don't know if it'll be for the title. I don't know if you're going to throw a title on a guy like that right immediately. I don't know if that, but Ring of Honor, it's a Ring of Honor title. So the way WWE, or WWE, sorry, excuse me, the way uh, AEW is treating the Ring of Honor titles is like they're the other titles that no one really, you know, like they're only That's, certain people. The only yeah. one they really care about is the world title over there, you know, like. Um, and you can feel that with Gresham, man. Except for Joe, who wants that TV title for some reason. I mean, hey, it makes sense. Yeah, hey, more power to you, Joe. You know, whatever, but. Um, so. Yeah, we'll hop into my favorite this week. I mean, there are so many we can pick from. There's so much good stuff, but to me, it's it's the seg it's the match that we've been kind of waiting for. It's been about five weeks in the making, and you're like, oh god, I know there's a couple of those right here that this could be. The match we're picking is Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. This was so much fun, Garrett. I think all four of the guys involved are stars. I I would love if. A year from now, if we're talking about these guys at the top of the card, whether it's the TNT title, whether it's the world title, Ricky Stark should be there. Hobbs should be there. Swerve, Keith Lee. They are so fucking good. I mean, Swerve, uh, he had some insane spots. We l- I like to bring up that every time Swerve enters the, like, comes out to the ring, the energy changes. Oh, absolutely. That is megastar quality. To be able to have that power every single time. Ricky Starks with the hometown hero pop. Yes. Oh man. I just I love this so much, Garrett. And yeah. then and then I even even mentioned the Keith Lee and Powerhouse Hob stuff together. This this was just beautiful wrestling. This is a storyline I love. These are four wrestlers that I'm really into. Dare I say it? I think Swerve might be my favorite wrestler in AEW. Like it's he's climbing it's, faster it's and faster. Close for me as well. And I mean, Ricky Starks, one of our pillars. I mean, it's just incredible, man. What What about you? What else do you got from this? Um, it's, uh, there was a lot of hard hitting action on all the shows this week. It was just like I feel like that's a part of the style that uh, you know uh, Tony Khan likes as a wrestling promoter. You know, is I guess if we can call him. Yeah, that, with the way know? that main event on Dynamite was. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I mean, <Jesus> <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, technically on on the way on the show, there was a segment in between, but these were back to back matches. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, just lots of hitting, lots of hitting each other, uh, unless I, you're women. But anyway, um, I didn't really touch the finish, but uh, the finish was actually really well executed because I think Team Taz needed a win. And I know there's some people up in arms about Keith Lee being the one getting pinned. However, it was Taz that trips up Lee, Hobbs, then plants Lee with his. That's got to be the, one of the best spine busters in wrestling. It, it just has <laughs> yeah, to be. And the way he planted Lee with it was beautiful. I think that's the right result. I saw some people like, oh, how could you do this? But no, we need – Team Taz has to be seen as still like they'll, – they'll cheat to get it done if they have to. Like these are top-of-the-line guys. So I think that's the right result because Swerving Heath Lee, they're going to keep winning. They can they, – they've beaten him in singles. So Excuse me, but – yeah, agreed. Agreed. It's a really good match. I, I I think that I wrote in my notes. I'll come back to this that the show needed a good bounce back at this point in the show, and this match delivered where it needed to before the main event. So, agreed. The crowd back, you know. So, yeah. Um, let's uh, let's real quick hit our dark and dark elevation results. I believe you have elevation this week. So, oh, oh yep. just uh, I'll touch a couple news things. Okay. Uh, Windy City Riot happened. Um, Moxley and Osprey was the main event that everyone was talking about. I think the main story here is um, Moxley 
hit Seth Rollins' finisher on Osprey because Seth Rollins and Osprey had that beef a couple years ago. It's pretty funny. And I'm sure this all leads to someone hitting a. I don't know. I, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe Rollins using a pedigree. I don't know. Mox versus uh, well, Osprey versus uh, uh, Rollins at at Survivor Series. New <laughs> Japan versus AEW versus WWF. Let's get it. <laughs> the Federation. I don't know. The Fed. I love calling it that. Um, shout out the boys. Pretty deadly picking up the NXT Tag Team Champions. Garrett, these guys were NXT UK Tag Champs for a while. I had never watched them. I watched their match where they won the titles, and then I somehow found these guys on TikTok, and I was like, "Are these guys are fucking great?" Are these the guys that wait? It's just a team that that almost got one of them got almost canceled. Hold on. No, no, no. This was uh, that was MSK, and uh, uh, Emma's Nash got fired. So, oh, okay, they fired cool. one of the top ten best tag teams in the world, uh, GG. And I mean, you, yeah, you it. Uh, it. This is. I mean, that's really all we had this week. Shout out, pretty deadly. Those guys are awesome. I mean, I mean, at least. At least they're putting the championships on wrestlers. That's what I'll say. NXT 2.0. Anyway, 2.0. Um, so take us to Dark Elevation, brother. Speaking of NXT 2.0, Frankie Kazarian opened up the squash against a jobber wearing tights that looked like they would have belonged on NXT 2.0. <laughs> you like how I set that up there? All right. Anyway, uh, Frankie gets the squash. I think he finished him with the uh, crossface chicken wing, hopefully. If not, I don't know what he used. Um... Diamante also came in on match number two to squash Ashley Diambois. Um I'm cool with seeing her on TV, dude. Yeah. She um, I, I like her. I, I think there's a spot for her. Possibly. Possibly. Um shoulder like thing, that submission thing, whatever the hell the thing is called. Um Gun Club uh took on and Chaos sorry, Gun Club and Chaos Project took on the Dark Order. It was a Stu 10, Silver Reynolds, and 5. Uh, it was a decent match. Um, they keep using the Dark Order trio finisher, so maybe they're going to set up some uh, trios titles. I don't know. Every time there's trios nonsense on Dark, I just assume they're setting that up. Is this another <laughs> week with Dark Order not on TV? I'm okay with that. Um, I think they're losing some steam even backstage. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. But, I mean, the, the only thing you can really use them for is like feuds you can't I really it was use gonna them be the house for, of black thing but maybe not the only tag team out of the entirety of the dark order they think that you could put in the tag team title contention and actually make sense would be silver and reynolds and i don't think i don't think they're there i don't think they're the guys you want as your tag team shit as weird as it is to say i like them both and i like no, them as no, a tag yeah, team i think they're i think great. they've had their shots too and it's just never been it's never, never been the right time and yeah. i don't know that it's going to be anyway uh match number four i believe we were on yes uh, the Bunny, Emi Sakura, and Lou Fisto took on Ruby Soho, uh, Sky Blue, and Anna Jay. Um, none of the matches on the show got any time. Dark's a joke, dude. I'm sorry. I'm saying it. It's just sad. It's sad. Uh, we had Penta Oscuro. Penta Oscuro taking on uh, George Joel, who is now George Job, is the new name. Um and uh wait a minute though they actually gave jora a match though yeah not really though no nah, not really uh i mean they did i remember writing that and i'm sure i liked it at the time but this episode of dark just didn't do it for me i guess this episode of elevation which i didn't say that episode was episode 58 by the way i do keep track of these things um and then we closed the show with the factory taking on top flight for the 7987th time um <laughs> and somehow they managed to make Top Flight boring. Oh, um, come on. 
And I think that Factory is done. I think just end that tag team. Well, then they had him go win on New Japan Strong. I have no idea what's going on. Um, so I had AEW Dark, Garrett. This was episode... Uh, 138. <laughs> 138. This was taped in mid-January, so that makes you feel important. Powerhouse Hobbs got a squash match. Max Caster was out there. He uh, had a pretty funny little thing. Uh, he he picked up another squash himself. Diamante was out there picking up a squash. See, these are taped so long ago, no one gives a shit. Uh, Jorah Joel, he actually picked up a victory squash match. Bro, he slipped during the big boot. <sighs> he did. And I don't know, man. It's... uh. It was kind of cool to see him. Um, this match is actually kind of neat. Emi Sakura defeated Charlotte Renegade. Yeah. Sh- Renegade, man. I-, I would sign them in a heartbeat. I'm not going to lie. Do they I- seem like they want to sign them, but they're like, do we? And then like, like Emi is- Sakura winning with the Maestro. I mean. To me, I this like is this. like one of the easiest signings you could make. Don't don't let <laughs> NXT oh, get no, them. Oh, no, dude. Do not let NXT sign them. Oh, no, Charlie. You, can't, you have to let me take the, the next match. Oh, I had no. wrote one word in my notes for the next match. <laughs> we for had Sean a... Dean versus Rohit Raju. Uh, okay, hit, hit it. What was the word? Yawn. Yeah. This uh, this was not good, man. Um, Bro. I think this I was... didn't even remember writing that. That's so brutal. <laughs> Raju wrestled much better against Blake Christian. That being said, I'm not going to blame Sean Dean for this. I, I just think the guys didn't work together. He faced MJF this week. So, you know, in, in a way, this felt like it kind of was meant to be, even though it was taped three months ago. But, excuse me. Yeah, that was our main event. Headlock driver by Dean for the win. And, yeah. Literally, the most boring dark main events they've had in a while. Like, was not good. <laughs> um all right so yeah let's let's hop right into this week we got three shows to cover here dynamite so dynamite starts off with cm punk versus penta oscuro with sith eternal uh alex eberhantis out there exactly this, this dude this was so much fun i i, I can't so I am, we started with chops and we ended the night with chops interesting just noticing that yeah just <laughs> right away they got chop city bitch this uh the cm punk uh, story here building him as the contender is fun and he's putting out really good matches every single week uh it's it's just truly enjoyable to watch uh penta you know we were wondering what they would do with him when phoenix went down and it seems like they keep finding different stuff all the time for him so that lets you know even though phoenix is down the lucha brothers are still a high priority in this company and i think they always will be so giving him the chance here to go one-on-one with punk was great I think it's going to be much better than Punk's match we're going to have next week. I'm actually not looking forward to that. I do not think they're going to go well together. Let's talk about that at the end of the show. Oh, you don't? You actually don't think? Ah, uh, dude, I don't. Know. I do Did not you, think. Do you, do you not remember the last couple matches that? Um, I just don't see it with these two, man. I, I, the way <sighs> Punk's been wrestling, I don't know how they're going to go well and well. But I think they're just going to do everything. I think this is going to be one of those matches where he actually takes some bumps because. It's an actual legend, you know? Yeah, and Punk, so Punk has been tapping people out with the Anaconda Vice recently, but Penta got himself out of it, and then they had some more back and forth, and Punk ended up hitting him with the GTS. So, if you're for those keeping track at home, that was three Anaconda Vice victories, followed now by a back to the GTS. Punk, man. I, I want to see this match again. I think they left enough still that they could do. That they you could think this have was like 18, 19 minutes? 
it was it was a little it was a little quicker. So yeah, agreed. Yeah. What, yeah. What did like you take from this? Thing. Um, I this is what I wrote in my notes. Man, it's like a beautiful thing having CM Punk back. We just gotta appreciate that more because he's not gonna be around forever. No, it is so just a great opening match. You yep. know, like I said, I want to see it again. Give me this maybe a couple, maybe a, a, a like a couple weeks, a month from now when it's far enough removed because it was good, but it didn't. I don't think they did everything. You know, I could see that. Yeah, and so let's hop into. We had a video package hyping up the Jericho Appreciation Society arriving. Uh, Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz yeah, showed jumped up. jumped them at the airfield, bro. What the fuck? Bro. <laughs> I'm loving this. Eddie thing, just looks man. like he's having fun, man. It's great. He has to be, dude. He fucking has to you be. You could tell he wasn't sure about this storyline at first, but now that it's like working and it's like the big, it's honestly, the biggest storyline on the show, I'm going to be honest. You know, like. It's like, so much fun. Like the non title storylines are so much fun right now, too. Dude, that's the um, thing I think that's been missing recently, to be honest with you. Yeah, so that brings us to the tag match, which was Jurassic Express and Red Dragon. Um, I'm going to let you take the start of this one. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, so we had this AEW World Tag Team Championship match between Red Dragon and Jurassic Express. Luchasaurus uh, was just killing people on this match. I don't know if somebody pissed off Luchasaurus backstage. <laughs> Bro, he was killing people on this match. He really was, though. Like, in the first five minutes, go back to the first five minutes of this match and watch him just looking for people to just level. I don't know who he was giving the people receipt for or if they were all just trying to get him angry before this match so that he'd go off because he's been kind of like, I'm going to be honest, Luchasaurus, you haven't really been doing much lately in the background of all these fights, you know, like. I mean, yeah, we've been, been running really slowly like toward the ring. Five like, weeks of them know, chasing man. him. Yeah, and I will say um, this: this got a four and a half star rating, and it was a thirteen and a half minute match. Jurassic Express can wrestle. We just need to be putting them in better storylines. I think that's safe to absolutely. say. Absolutely right. Oh yeah. Um, the pace was a little slow at the first, but like then it kind of went off the rails. <laughs> like it was nuts. The pace was all over the place, but I didn't think that mattered because this is one of those nuts. So sort of tag matches that AEW does every now and then um you know i did feel like red dragon took a lot more than they gave in this match which is fine because they were losing anyway but you know that's kind of what made me think they were gonna win even more though i'm with yeah. you. yeah it was there was like a good seven minutes where i think they were getting just dogged on mm-hmm. uh, kyle o'reilly man he had so many little funny moments Red Dragon. He's going to be such a fun, like, you know how WWE figured out, like, at the last second before they lost O'Reilly that he's a great single star that we should just put on the main roster? Th- that's He'll be that for AEW once Red Dragon breaks up, because eventually they will, because him and Fish are both individually good yeah. enough that you want them yeah, both on get, your roster. They'll get their tag title run, and I'm sure it'll be great. It'll last a few months, maybe through 2023 a little bit there. or I, You know what? I've decided who I want the next tag team champions to be, and it's not even do it, like, two weeks from now on Dynamite if you got to, or on the pay-per-view. I don't care. It's it's got to be the acclaimed, dude. It's got to be. I I would love it if it was the acclaimed. I think that's the perfect next team. They just they, who it, else do you put them on? Like you could put them on some people, but like if it wasn't going to be Red Dragon here, I thought they might have started the Red Dragon storyline here. But it does I, seem like FTR is where they're going next, though. Maybe. Yeah, well, yeah, they came out after the match, right? So, but I'm with you. I thought this match was fantastic. Uh, I mean, can I be honest with you? Though? I'd rather it be FTR versus somebody else. Like, not to say anything about Jurassic. I just don't know how much that... I'm sure FTR will make it great. I just don't know. I think I'd rather it be two other people. Well, I'm starting to think it might be, like, some type of gauntlet match at Double or Nothing. You. Some type of, like, five-tag team match. Ugh. Maybe, like, a super TLC match. 
No, uh, Jurassic no. Express, Red Dragon, Young Bucks, FTR, tossing the acclaimed or something, and then have the acclaimed get the surprise. Save win. that for Blood and Guts. Let's do an actual match at the. Nah, see, Blood and like. Guts. It's it's definitely Jericho versus the Black Com- Black Bull Combat Club. Oh, it's going to be oh. just insanity. To me, I think that's going to be the best storyline we have, like potentially all year. Oh yeah, because if, it's if gonna... we're still counting MJF and Punk as twenty, yeah, does that count as this year? I th- I'm counting it as twenty twenty one because that's when it started. To me, it's when it but starts. But it's actually the actual match, though, that matter, yeah. <clears throat> happened this year, which is weird. Like, but no, this was uh, this was fantastic. Like I said, four and a half stars. The Punk match got three point seven five, and they wrestled eleven seconds shorter. But this was this was when we look at title reigns, we are going to see this match years from now and be like, oh yeah, they that was they kicked ass. Four and a half star dynamite match. You fucking kidding me? It's like that's, just, that's the way it was. And yeah, after the match, let's we'll talk about it real quick. Well, actually, no, we're hopping into it. Uh, FTR comes out. They're hosting up their belts. They kind of get into it with Red Dragon. I mean, give me that match all fucking day. Yes. <laughs> we head backstage, and Tony's triple with champions: Regal, Moxley, Danielson, and Wheeler Yuta of the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, Shivani oh, announces so awesome. that they will face the Gun Club in a six-man tag. Garrett, I cannot express to you how happy this made me. Um, it's, it's, oh, it feels so good to see Wheeler Yuta finally getting a little bit of respect. Like it's, I've been calling for it for months. Like the guy's been killing it on dark. He feels like he belongs. Ever. I found this this picture of the Blackpool Combat Club, and it just looks so beautiful. I hope they run them as a trio for a little bit. Maybe get a member in like a, like six weeks. Let's let them run as a trio for a little bit here. Um, Absolutely. Mox is pretty much saying we're going to beat the piss out of the Gun Club. Like this isn't even going to be a fight. Like this is not now the real work begins. So we announce uh, MJF and Sean Dean is up next. Uh, we head backstage. Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter are backstage. Tony Khan has told them they will face off in the first round of the Owen Hart Cup. That scares me. Yeah. Because we've been calling for Jamie Hayter to hopefully win this thing. But Garrett, I don't think she's beaten Tony Storm now. Yeah. I, I don't feel confident at all in that. Double elimination. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hater says she wants more than the match then Tony Khan and the fans and there's similarities between them Hater says they both honored their craft in Japan and the UK much like Owen Hart but this is her crowning moment I hope if they were to pick someone I hope it's Jamie Hater man she came here in what October and that was when she joined Brit and it felt like I don't know man I like her in the ring so yeah but, yeah, Tony, but Tony Storm is is Tony Storm Tony Storm's great Tony Storm's one of the best wrestlers on this roster. <laughs> so, like, can you really have Hater beat her? It's just a bad matchup for Hater, man. Bruh. I don't like it for Hater. <sighs> MGF versus Sean Dean. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, the match was, was there. <sighs> the, this was the Wardlow story again. I'm getting a little tired of it, and I think they are too. So now we're just going to skip. So the main thing here How is... How did they manage to screw up what was supposed to be one of the most... like like? Well, well, I don't think it's screwed up yet. I think they pulled it a little too early. I do agree with that. Well, we were saying that. But they kind of screwed it up it. a little bit because, like, now you have to kind of just pull out of it and, like, we'll come back to this later. Like, you know. That, well, like, now they're going to do – they're going to put War, War Dog through hell. Uh, but the end of this match real quick, MJF is running away. And he offers them double the ref's pay. And the ref still fucking t- counts him out. I mean, dude, I love that. 
MJF so rich he tries paying off the rep. Dude, they should have had a fucking rep. They should have had Rick. He Knox needs to there. use that as a gimmick and actually get a ref to like fucking stop a like stop a count or something. And then have Tony Khan like ridiculing the ref backstage. Imagine if he does that to win a. And then the like ref a, says something like "pay me more" or something like it implies that Tony Khan doesn't pay the refs enough or what something. What if Rick Knox became MJF's personal ref and like helped him cheat? I <laughs> dude, there's there's money. I think in you might like want to. I wish it would be Bryce, just someone that fits the look of MJF, because like everybody in MJF's faction is like a pretty boy. You know what I mean? Dude, like, just make it work. But Captain Sean Dean got the victory via countout. Garrett, uh, anything? What else? Do you, I mean, Wardlow attacks. Obviously, Sean Dean. They realized, okay, we can't have this guy have 25 losses on the year and still have him win matches. Like it just doesn't work. Like you know, like he's got um, the pinnacles number, bro. I, but you know what my fear is? Is that Sean Dean's going to pick up four wins and then like 20 losses in a row. Like, Well, if we're going by anything that happens on Dark, right? He actually won Dark this week. So, I yeah, don't like know. Six months ago. Yeah, so he's, he's on a win streak. He's on a roll. <laughs> I, they need to bring in his tag partner. Or I still think Carly Bravo isn't on the roster, is he? Nope. No, he's not signed. So. Yeah, this is pretty cool. It's setting up. Uh, we're gonna see Wardlow in matches again next week, in a match I'm actually pretty excited for, against uh, the Butcher. So, Butcher. We get a video package from Darby Allen hyping up the coffin match versus Andrade. Oh yeah. By the way, before we move on to that, do you? How do you feel about like MJF buying the Butcher? Oh, I th- I, th- I think it makes a lot of sense. Okay. Just making making money deals with Andrade to buy his talent. They okay. have they have some previous work to history. Remember a couple yeah, yeah, months yeah, absolutely. ago? So if they play that up. But uh Darby Allen versus um Andrade in a coffin match, which is what should be our TNT title picture right now, if things went the way they should have a month yep. ago. But uh I mean, yeah, we get a beautiful comp. Uh, that was the one match. thing we predicted that just didn't happen. That one just didn't it never went. Like um but dude, sucks, Andrade I really, I, with the I hope TNT that's what championship happens. right we'll now. Get- would be now that, you know what now hold on here's a prediction now that sam we, we're gonna get to the sammy in a second now that sammy has the title again though that could possibly be the title picture again because that's who was potentially gonna be the one who faced them because that's who was having good matches um we even talked about cody possibly doing it so it's like uh how wild is that we were talking about cody possibly being in those matches oh my goodness but so much has happened since then five star <laughs> match man cody versus sammy dude that feels like such a different Sammy now. And then he went to WWE and couldn't even get a five-star match. Oof. <laughs> Can't get one with old brother Seth. But Sorry, bud. Sorry yeah, I mean, hey, this is, this is looking good. Um, Yeah, we jump into a pre-taped promo from Malachi Black, and he's calling out Fuego. Guys, really? I, I get Fuego it, I guess. Fuego del Sol. I mean, their match was fun, but I would have thought this is dead. I guess not. Unless they turn Fuego. In. I don't know. I don't know what you can do with that. Fuego del Black. Fuego del Job. Uh, Jericho <laughs> Appreciation Society. Jericho Hager and Garcia versus Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. Yeah, I mean. It's the house of Fuego. <laughs> this was great. This was, uh, this was a fantastic match. Daniel yes. Garcia. Just so much money, man. Um, there was some shenanigans that went on, but that kind of happened at the end. Didn't really, uh, yeah, it didn't really impact the match that much. But this is the right um, call. Jericho Appreciation Society getting the win. Yep. I'm trying to think of some of the moments that stuck out to me. I mean, I believe it was Santana hitting the three amigos on Garcia. Yeah, that was really nice. 
the I'll tell you what stuck out to me: the fact that they still didn't form the three of them as a faction. Yeah, what's going on with that? Like they just need to give it a name. If you want to call it Proud and Powerful, call it that, Tony. I'm fine with that. It's a good name. But you can also just call it LAX. You own Ring of Honor. Like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude. I'm sure they got some rights to some of it. And, and if they can't, and if like somehow TNA owns it or something, then you can like you have a deal with there them. There was a, like, a beautiful uh, Kingston on Jericho. He hit him with the Uranagi. It was just beautiful. Uh, th- there was so much, man. That uh, like we were talking about all night, kind of the story, the big, the forearms. Hager was landing him, Ortiz was landing him. Everyone was landing big forearms in this match, too. But, I mean, really, the golden goose here was Daniel Garcia. And, yeah, I mean, I. other than that, I mean, this, I believe this match got, this got a four stars. So, I mean, this was a very good TV match. Well-deserved. You know what it lets us know, though? At the pay-per-view, double or nothing, if this does go that far, I think we might get some crazy fucking... Uh, what's it called? Uh, stipulation around it, and it could just be awesome. Oh, absolutely, that could be that could be pretty crazy. We'll see. I'm. Uh, are you ready to talk about? I mean, there's. I guess there's like the. No, I actually no. Yeah, are you ready to talk about what's next? Yeah. Uh, we get that quick MGF promo, which we kind of already covered, where he uh called him the greedy little pig, and he's gonna have the butcher. The butcher kind of did something a little funny. Uh, Marina Shafir versus Sky Blue. Yikes. This, uh, it's not, I I don't want to sound mean when I say this, but the entire arena was kind of leaving to go get, use the bathroom here. Uh, that's because they knew me as soon as Marina Shamir was the kid. I saw Bro, did they tell them or something? Like, cause this match just felt like they gave it nothing. Like, also there was something really weird that happened during this match or right before the match started. So Sky Blue, Velvet, and Hogan are in the baddie section. Yeah, I think they're joining Jade's baddie section. Maybe Does Jade have a faction. Yeah, no, it was it was Velvet and, and Hogan. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sky Blue. So Velvet and Hogan in the baddie section. So Sky Blue and Marina Shafir are out there having a match, and they're just in the baddie section. I feel like that's strange. So does that mean Velvet and Hogan have just joined Jade as a faction now? Like. They might start playing it up as that. They might want to be with her. That this baddie thing might be well, leading she picks towards the baddies, something. right? So yeah, like. so she might she might be picking him. And I think uh, I mean Red Velvet had that heel turn recently. We Kira Hogan's been signed now for like six months, but she's really only been on dark. Per, put her with Jade. I'm cool with it because if this gives Jade a tag team to work with, you know, the more the merrier. I, they need to get some factions in the women's division. So. I am yeah. down with it because I mean, just it's just as a comparison, NXT two I know because the one faction they had in Britt Baker, they didn't want yeah. wanted to break up. It was so funny. It was yeah, crazy. Britt, was... Brit, Rebel, and Hater. I mean, they need to get more of these these teams out there because I love it. It works. <laughs> yes, but this was a slow match. I just think Shafir. I, I hope the match on Rampage goes over well. I'm just a little worried because she wrestles a much slower style. I just, I don't know. I don't know who they can put her with. I always thought, stick Ruby out there with her, maybe. Maybe Ruby could really have a good match with Marina. Because she's so fucking talented, but. Yeah. Sky Blue, I mean, she's awesome. Sky Sky Blue is just, she is someone you want to root for. 
Lexi Nair is backstage with Hook, <laughs> as well as Tony Nice and Mark Sterling. Um, nice tells Lexi to leave. Nice says he can't handle Hook, who stands up. Hook's just staring at these guys. Dan Housen pops up behind Hook and he holds a ball. <laughs> Dude, I if this leads to a Dan Housen Hook tag team, Garrett, I don't I, I don't know what's going on here, but I like it. That's what I think is happening, and I hate it. I but I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I love Tony Nice and Mark Sterling. By the way, Mark Sterling on three segments in a row with three different clients. He, yeah, he I like with that. MJF, I like Tony nice and then he was with as a client. I like that. This, I just like it. But yeah, Hook and Dan. I don't Houghton, know what's the point of making him have a manager now if he's just gonna lose the Hook. But you know, I, I don't know. Maybe you, I don't know what they're gonna do because then it feels like now, now, and now if you take what happened in storyline. He joined up with that faction and then started to lose. So I don't know what's going to happen with Tony. They're just trying. <laughs> I don't really know what the whole point you know, of that this is. is this is for dark, man. This is for Tony Nese and Mark Sterling when they go do the tapings and they'll be out there and he'll get three wins. That's what this is for. Um, or it's to get Tony Nese in that tournament, maybe. Maybe he, the lawyer can get him in the tournament. But this is, I'm still liking the use of Dan Housen. I think he's a the nice little comedic relief. I, I like the comedic relief here following that segment and then going into another good match. Excuse me. Back from the break. Scorpio Sky is backstage with Ethan Page and Dan Lambert. Scorpio says that Sammy Guevara is finally going to get his ass kicked and that he deserves a battle of the belts and that the only thing that's bigger in Texas is Scorpio's winning streak. That aged well. Yeah. Uh, we get that match. Yeah, 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 yeah. We get the uh, tag match that we covered in favorites. Um, commentary is announcing what's going on for Battle of the Belts and Rampage. Uh, Tony Schiavone is backstage with Thunder Rosa. Schiavone. Schiavone. They're cutting a promo. Before Rosa can say anything, Nyla and Vicky interrupt. Nyla has a cake, and Vicky congratulates Rosa on having the shortest title reign in AEW history. Rosa shoves the cake in Nyla's face. Nyla then clocks Vicky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, so, the, so what I wrote in my notes over this was uh, Thunder Rosa put the cake in Nyla's face. There you go. And <laughs> that sets up our main event. <laughs> now, now I, I know that... It doesn't have any euphemism. It's not a euphemism at all, guys. Not at all. Yes. And so our main <laughs> event here, there is a lot of debate on this main event. What there isn't debate of is how good and fun the match was. Now this style Wait, what's of wrestling, the debate? I haven't heard any. I actually haven't looked at any other responses to this because I wanted to talk about it. What's well, been the well, it's that post match. I so here's dislike. Here's what I'll say. Like, here's what I'll say. I don't think this type of match is for everyone, and I, we know that for a fact. Not everyone likes this new Japan style of strong style of guys just standing there. I don't even know if this punching the shit out of each other. Kind of new Japan light in a lot of ways because, like, if this match was in Japan. Oh my God, would they have killed each See, other? See, I right? think this one felt like it was, especially at the beginning, because they were not holding back. And I don't, I would love to know how long this it felt was. Like the same level as Danielson versus Suzuki did, because it was in an AEW ring. It felt like yeah. Suzuki knew he didn't have to do as much to get people to like freak out. There was know, like four minutes of them just punching. And no, I think absolutely. that is not a style for everyone, which I, I'll totally accept that. Um, for me, for me, it works. You can be wrong about your wrestling. I love the Suzuki style and I think this was a dream match and I think it lived up to it. 
This was a good main event. It got four four and a quarter stars. As you can tell, this was an insanely graded show. I feel like you don't often get grades like this on shows. Pay-per-view quality show. Literally. If this was for the Ring of Honor World Championship, like, come on. Uh, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt are in the crowd. So pretty much this match is just going back and forth. Suzuki, the way it closes, Suzuki's going for an armbar. Joey ends up breaking free, scoops up Suzuki, and plants him with the muscle buster. Muscle buster. Gets the one, two, three, and boom, we have a new champion. Samoa Joe is the new Ring of Honor World Television Championship. World champion. Um, I, He is the championship. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on the match before we get into what happens after? Bro, when this match came on, I think I watched this live, I want to say. I want to say. No, you definitely remember. did because we were messaging with each other. 100%. That's right. I remember, dude, when the fucking stare down happened at the start of the match, oh. I got chills. Like, I just, I, this, the crowd energy just gave. I was just goosebumps. You know what I mean? Like, because... Absolutely. This is a match I was looking forward to as soon as it was announced. I was like, they're just giving that away on... T- okay, you know, sure. Sh- short title reign for Suzuki, but okay, you know, like... Um, yeah, because are they going to beat Samoa Joe this quick? Yeah, no. right? So... <laughs> but anyway, uh, so remember how I was like, the first match had like a lot of chops in it? Well, we got more chops for you here. That's what like the first four minutes was most of was chops. They were just chopped. Dude, Samoa Joe's chest, I've never seen look like that. That was insane. He looked like, like nobody has been able to make Joe look like that. <laughs> like, and this man has been in there with Brock a couple times, you know, like, and I, that's just to yeah, say, Brock, I, I gotta say, I gotta like, say real quick. Um, I saw some people saying this is already better than Joe's WWE run. I, I, do people, forget? there were a couple of matches in Joe's run that, and he was always treated like a, Bro, top how can guy. you say that his feud with AJ Styles? That's come what I'm on. saying. I feel like people are just really trying to dog. Hey, <laughs> Right, and I feel like people are trying to go out of oh their way God, to like everybody. to say Joe was, you know, oh he he was not used for years. Guys, he was a multi-time NXT champion. When he was on the main roster, he was constantly treated like a top guy. And when he was hurt, they like they liked him so much they let him do commentary, or he wanted to do commentary. It was one of the two, and he was great at it. It just I think the way it closed is it didn't close well. Samoa Joe is just he's just a guy that likes to wrestle, so. I'm not going to sit here and, and say like, oh, this is better already than that run. It, I'm loving what this is starting as, though. But I think it's it, that's completely unfair to like say Joe has not been used for a few years. I think the guy's been great the past couple of years. <laughs> I just think Samoa Joe is always good. There's so many yeah. matches I want to see in nowadays. Him versus Punk, him versus Danielson, him versus exactly. Adam Cole, him versus Adam Page, him versus... Uh, either Fish or O'Reilly or both or Tony Deese uh, or g- g- give me all the matches. Give me all the matches. Swerve, and Keith Lee. Fuck. There's so many. And so let's hop into the aftermatch. So Sanjay and Jay Lethal get on the mic. They're sarcastically congratulating Joe. Lethal does the same. He has a gift box for him and it's his finger. Sanjay asks for a drum roll. Uh, oh, and it's his finger. Yeah. So Joe is pissed and the lights go out. And Sadnam Singh appears in the ring and attacks Joe from behind. He puts Joe while cold with a double hand choke. Lethal hits Joe with a lethal injection, which was fucking gorgeous. It's best finisher right now. In my so opinion. this was getting absolutely thrashed online. And Tony even kind of mentioned, maybe I shouldn't have turned the lights off for that on busted open I'm paraphrasing there but even Tony kind of mentioned yeah maybe the lights off thing 
Because I think when he flipped the lights off, and this is this is why we know AEW is held to an extremely high standard. Everyone kind of assumed that was going to be a big star debuting. And AEW is at such a high standard right now that everything they do is expected to be great. It'd be like if they did this for, and this is not a knock on Jade at all. It'd be like if they did that for Jade. The way they debuted Jade was the correct way to debut Jade. It worked out perfectly. Yeah, or, or if they were when if they're debuting something and George Joel got the lights turned off and turned on. Oh my god! Yeah, that's kind of the equivalent. And, George and Joel or you know who another person. If they did is, that with Sean Dean, like when they yeah, first got Sean Dean, like, who the hell is Sean Dean? Like you know what I mean? Like it's the level of known star. You know what I mean? Like and I think what happened here is people let their uh uh oh God, what's that saying we use all the time? They're, they let their they let their expectations become the, or sorry they let their they let speculation become expectations. There you go. What, they let their speculation become expectations, and I think obviously we all would have loved Cesaro debuting here, and I think a lot of people thought that's what it was, and it wasn't. But this is a good spot for Satnam Singh. Now, in hypothetically, should they have just had him walk up behind those guys or go out there with him at the start? Yes, that would have gone over much much better, but. I'm not going to sit here and bury the end of this. I thought this was perfectly fine. Yeah, there's something else we're going to bury. Pl- I can agree us. with Tony. Maybe you shouldn't have turned the lights off because that that has set a precedent in AEW when they turn the lights off. I can yeah, agree with agreed. that. And if he knows it, he, cl- he knows it. That means we know it. And I like how he's not afraid to say that to the media, by the way. <laughs> That's so open. And also, Tony Khan is on Swerve's podcast this week. Fucking shout out Tony Khan, man. I'll have to check that out. Dude, I actually will too. You know, the only time I've watched Swerve's podcast was with uh, Bailey on it. I thought it was fucking awesome. Oh, but, I uh, wonder if that's evergreen enough that I could watch it. Hmm, hey, probably not. But thumbs up, thumbs down world. I'm definitely giving Dynamite a thumbs up. Even there was so much fun wrestling, dude. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Agreed. I would love to know the total time slot of wrestling we had. And on a two-hour show, I feel like it was like an hour and 25, hour and 30 minutes of in-ring wrestling. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um. So I was kind of surprised with the length that some stuff on Battle for the Belts got because I was like, huh? Yeah. And so let's hop into Dino, uh, Rampage. Rampage. Similar thing. Absolutely loaded with wrestling. We've already talked about. Oh, no, we haven't actually. Never mind. Pause. Uh, let's jump into Gun Club versus Blackpool Combat Club. This is our first time seeing it's Wheeler the club Yuta. battle. This so this they addressed that the Gun Club had they should not have hit lost. each other with clubs. No, anyway. Yeah. They addressed that the gun club has not lost in three V three competition yet. I'm glad they did, even though like most of that was, you know, dark and whatnot, but yeah, dude, this was a Yuta story. The match is Yuta here, man. He's over Yuta. Wheeler Yuta is over big time. He feels like he belongs in this group. He got his music. This, this was special dude. And he was the one that was accompanied by William Regal, which I thought was interesting. It was such a nice little touch, man. And this this was so much fun, dude. There was good spots with Billy Gunn. Austin Gunn was funny. And then, I mean, Moxley and Danielson were just fucking great. <laughs> this this I, team, Garrett, I, I genuinely think they could put by the way, match with any Can I just say, Wheeler, you're going to get a pin Billy Gunn? That's actually huge. Like, that is huge. It's massive. That's like a legend. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's wild. Ring of Honor pure champion, Willer Yuta. I mean, I think he could be the one that's in the TNT title picture relatively soon. If this all works out the way we think it's going to. 
I don't know, man. Like, because the thing is, like, you have to. I feel like I don't want him to be pure champion and TNT champion. I feel like it's gonna be a little weird, you know. Yeah, I think they're gonna. I think they need to get that ROH title off and probably at that next yeah. show. But there's somebody. There's some people you could put that on that. Like, I want to oh. see. Oh, I, I think I know what match I want for him to lose that title, and I want him to fight Lee Moriarty in a pure title pure wrestling match. Okay, okay. I'd be down with that. Because he's got that. Oh, dude! Remember? Do you remember Moriarty versus Danielson, bro? And they started rolling around the ring like madmen. I still that still makes me want Lee Moriarty in this group. I still want him to be the next one in. But it's maybe not like he's in a Ring of Honor storyline now. Yeah, it's probably yeah, but that's okay though. But yeah, I mean, this match was just it was fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. I really enjoyed it. Um, we need to get those like trios. Said, I can't think of a better team that uh, to snap the uh, gun club's undefeated streak. I needed to get off them. I always say undefeated streaks in wrestling are fucking stupid. I have an idea um, for the pay per view though. Okay, um, the pace of the match felt a little bit off. I think a lot of matches kind of had that problem this week. I feel like when there's so much good wrestling with so much time on the show being taken up by good wrestling, it's hard to pace out your match correctly sometimes because you might have more time than you thought, you know, or less time, or who knows what, you know, things happen. So. Um, but yeah, Yuta, Yuta pinning Billy Gunn. Pretty that, cool. That's the story right here, right? And Willie Yuta, man, getting wins on TV, baby. How about this for Blackpool Combat Club at Double or Nothing? Assuming none of them are in that tournament. Okay. Blackpool Combat Club as a three as a trio versus the House of Black. I'm, I'd be down with that. I think that's a spot for both of them, and you can have a fucking insane match. Sucks that the Black the the House of Black would have to lose that match, probably. But oh yeah, but. They wouldn't mind losing it to this team, who is by far the talk of the town. Dude, it, oh my god, I love this trio. I just love it so much. Uh, the Butcher gets a squash match. I'm I'm always welcome to having, uh, how long was this? 52 right, second here's, squash here, matches? Here's your story. And you know how you said you don't want them trying to go after somebody just yet? What if your story is they're still trying to recruit, but they're trying to steal uh, Murph, uh, sorry, uh, Matthews away from the the House of Black? <laughs> I'm so fucking down. I'm not even going to lie to you, man. I am unbelievable. And when they're trying that. to equally steal Wheeler Yuta or something back. And then they just replace him with the Butcher. Give me the Butcher in House of Black. I swear to God. The House of the Butcher. Where's the guy? Um, no, this was great. The Black Butcher. <laughs> there you go. Hey, yo. Uh, there you go. And that would be great. Um, backstage, Dustin Rhodes told Lance Archer that their issues are yet to be finished. He challenges CM Punk to a singles match on Dynamite. It was a dream match of his. Yeah, you're not so into this, but I don't know. Yeah. I think it'll be great. Dustin I Rhodes, think it could be fine. Don't get me wrong. There's a reason they call him the natural, man. That's all I'm saying. I just, I'm imagining uh, we're going to have a nice slow pace here. and Maybe it'll deliver. Dude, I, I'm, oh, I was, Dustin Rhodes. Okay, we remember Dustin Rhodes versus uh, Lance Archer a couple weeks back? Like, it's fine. Yeah, I know was all right i thought that you know mm, like, it was better than you gave it credit for I yeah that day hey, like i said i'm i'm a welcome i am welcome to be surprised here and i would love nothing more than to come on here and have this as my favorite next week i'm so fucking down with that but that being said this is gonna take us to an own cup qualifier which is ruby soho versus robin renegade it's special appearance by remix jones remix there you go and garrett i gotta say man i am so happy for the renegades they were able to pull off twin magic in this. It worked perfectly. The Renegades are, I believe, are still only twenty-one years old. If I, if I'm AEW, I'm hopping on these these girls fucking right away. Pulling off the twin magic and having it work like that, even Ruby was kind of like, "Wait, what the?" F-? After the match, uh, Ruby <laughs> obviously won with the uh, sister Abigail. 
It's called The Destination Unknown, I think. Dude, Ruby with a fucking sister Abigail. I was so down with this. But this is fun, man. Uh, I like prefer it being called The Blade Runner, by the way. <laughs> just saying. Yes. And I, I, I just remember us putting over the Renegades on Dark so many times. And now I feel like they're here. I mean, I know they're friends. They're, with they're never going to get signed. They're Anthony Green of the women's division. That's fine. Let them go to NXT then. Cool. GG. They'll get locked up to NXT. Yeah, in no, there's no shot. Anthony Green goes back to NXT. They oh, cut no, no, him no. For a I'm reason. saying, I'm saying the Renegades. I know, and, and let them them or they actually kind of fit with 2.0. Honestly, I think they put great. them in some rainbow gear. And there's tag champions good. over there for the women. And what better than have uh, twin sisters do it? Can make it work. But yeah, Ruby Soho winning here is the is the best choice. I'm starting to kind of piece together my dream finale. If it's I don't know, it changes each week, but I'm starting to think maybe my dream finale is going to be Ruby <coughs> versus Tony Storm, maybe. Quit putting Ruby on these tournaments just to have her lose in the finals, bro. Stop it. I would like, no, I'd let Ruby win. Let Ruby win something. I think as of right now, I'd like Ruby, I'd like, I'd like Ruby to win this. Let Ruby win something. Damn it. Quit putting her in these damn tournaments. She's going to lose. I wanted Jamie Hayter to win, win, but now I think she's definitely losing to Tony Storm. Second match, bro. Tony's second match. No shot. We're beginning, I think, eight months from now, this women's division is going to look a lot different than it did eight months ago from today. I mean, if you think about it, just the people they've added, the only person I think they really need to add at this point, like there's a few people they could. I think I would love to see this be where, um, uh, oh, what is the Athena? name of uh, uh, Athena? Obviously, we've been talking about her for a while. Um, I was thinking, um, I can't think of her name. Um, Tegan uh, Knox? Emma. I can't think of her name on the indies. Um, oh, uh, Tennille Dashwood. Tennille Dashwood. I would like Tennille to land there. Possibly Deanna Perrazzo if they can you know, get her away from Impact. You if, know? if you start adding, yeah. Uh, like, this is going to be a, a different looking women's division. I think, like, I would I think like, Willow gets signed. But the one I want them to add is Mia Yim. I mean, that just makes sense with Keith Lee. Like, yep. I think, oh my God, there's so much talent. So, yeah, moving on. This is a good match, though. We get set up for our main Ad event. Reckoning. The Reckoning. Uh, our main event, um, Adam Cole and uh, Hangman were pretty good in that interview. The Battle of the Atoms. Battle of the Atoms. But this was a text. Pretty, this promo actually didn't do that much for me. The last couple of weeks has been pretty good like because of who's been in it. Yeah. Like, but this was, uh, this was, this was <laughs> nice. Um, the match. So, right away, you notice that these guys are in street gear. And... This was fun, man. This had a slower build up to it. it. Once it got going, I think it got going really well. I think, didn't need the blood immediately. I don't think you could have had blood in this match, but you didn't need it right away. Like, nah, I didn't I need think. it right away. But no, this was. Uh, I mean, Hangman again. I, he has not had a bad match in his championship reign, and I think that continues here. But I think the best news about this is moving on from Adam Cole. Yes, and Hangman. Unfortunately for Cole, now I know he's been here since All Out, which was. August and he hasn't done shit since he's been here. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, I think he's done a lot. He's been involved in stuff, but he's not actually won anything since he's been here. All the big time stuff. He has pretty much lost. Yeah, but this just was not. He could not win this title here. This was not the right time. No, it would have made no sense. It would have been like, why? You know, if they were going to have him win it, they should have had him win it the first time they had the match. And it should have just been to be like, no, this was a short title reign they did that with a different championship instead so that's not what they did you know so and yeah this was uh 
Hangman just feels on another level right now. Yeah, dude. The knee strike on the chair. Never even thought that was a thing, but there you nope. go. Like when he Yeah, when uh, he, and and the idea oh, of the chain clothesline, ew. The chain clothesline, his the the finisher of the match, the dead eye on the two tables with barbed wire around his head. Yeah, the crown of Barb's dead eye is what I dubbed that and, name. And I loved movie. the idea of during the match, Hangman tied him up and was gonna beat him with the chair. But then it's like, no, that I, was stupid. Beat him to death. No, man, because he's a baby face. Kill him. Murder him. But and then when Adam Cole betrayed him, he then fucking beat the shit out of him anyway. So he thought better on himself. And, and in storyline, he should beat the shit out of him. That's what would happen in WWE. And that's not even to say that WWE would be right to do that. That's just what WWE would do for the continuity. Because even the, the show that lacks all continuity would be like, well, no, he's been beating the crap out of him for like a month or two months now or however long it's been. You know, like agree. He would want to beat the crap out of him with that chair. That's and he fair. ended up using the barbed wire anyway in a more brutal way. Yeah. So, like, what the hell? Like, No, I, I like the idea of second-guessing himself from tying him up and beating him up. Because I think he didn't want to go back down this dark path that he went down with Kenny. So I think there's something there with that. And, again, uh, Cole betrayed him anyway, so he just fucking... That finish was absolutely incredible. It was utterly incredible finish. And it kind of came out of nowhere, dude. I I t- kind of forgot the tables were there. I was like, holy shit. Dude, it looked like it hurt for him to wrap that barbed wire around his head, too. I'm like. sure it did, dude. I'm sure it did. But yeah, man. So that was uh, our Rampage. So we heard Tony was trying to... He said he was going to get Rampage higher quality matches. So what better than a fucking... Adam Cole better be off match. TV for like a month, by the way, after that taking that fall. After taking that spot, sorry. Like, that was crazy. Yeah, I don't think he's on next week for sure. <laughs> So normally we'd close our show here, but we had a show on Saturday. We had the AEW Battle of the Belts. We've already covered one of the matches, but it's time to the cover. Belt Battle, Battle of the Belts, Belt Battle, Belt, Belt, Battle. Yeah. So Sammy Guevara defeated Scorpio Sky to regain the TNT. <sighs> this Here's what I'm going to say. Okay, let me just say something. Nothing on this show, except for Marina Shavir versus Sky Blue, sorry, uh, didn't pass the wrestling test. Everything else pretty much was good, for the most part. Yeah, uh, are you talking Rampage and Dynamite? Uh, I would say Rosa versus Rose even passes the wrestling test. Oh, for sure. I like that match. I'm, I'm saying Scorpio versus Sammy in the ring, I think technically is a good match. However, all of the nonsense of the double turn, this horrible storyline, Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti being impossible to stand right now for some reason. I don't know why they just, everyone hates them right now. And I don't know why I just, I can't put my name. I'm, I'm with you guys. I just don't know why it is. We just can't. So, I mean, I know why it is, but no, we shouldn't say that, you know? Like, <laughs> Yeah. And it's, um, it's just, yeah, it's so weird. So like, uh, the result makes no sense. Why, why do you have Scorpio win the championship and be undefeated for like 300 some days or whatever it is Yep. just to lose to Sammy Guevara after everything that's happened with this championship? You've now basically replaced Cody as three-time champion because you felt uncomfortable with him going off to, a- to leave AEW. That's what this tells me, you know, like, so now you have your other three-time champion. They didn't say the first, but they did kind of make a big deal out of it anyway. So it felt that way, you know, like. Yeah, they did Scorpio dirty, man. I don't like this. I don't like Scorpio losing. To me, this this was an, this is an awful storyline. We've been talking about it every week. This is this is one of the worst storylines. Oh yeah, Sammy slipped. By the way, this which is doesn't this really is, happen that often. This is for a fact the worst storyline since we've been covering AEW. 
And we started covering AEW uh, after All Out. So we're almost at a full year. And this is, without a shadow of a doubt, the worst storyline. What's that mean? And it's for a fucking title. Scorpio Sky is so incredibly talented. You finally got the title on him. I thought this was an easy way to push Sammy away and then let Sammy actually go feud and do something else as a heel. However, now, now you have Scorpio drop this belt. The match is, is such a slow pace for these guys, and it's actually not going well. It's getting, as you were saying, go away heat. And it's just... I don't. I didn't want to talk. I'd like, dude. The fucking the the kissing on the stairs after was just like so cringy too. Like it's not even hot. Like it's just cringy and like, oh man, it's just. I got nothing, man. Like this to me, this is a bad NXT 2.0 storyline, and that's the way it feels. With the kissing, especially like what you, we saw them doing that a couple weeks ago. Is that what we're trying yeah. to to accomplish now? We're go, we're trying to make TMZ <laughs> like they did. Like, bro, come on, man. 37 days. 37 day title reign for Scorpio Sky, man. I'm I'm sick of it, dude. I'm sick of this for Scorpio. And it's it's completely non-rememberable. He didn't even fucking wrestle with the title. Like did he did he wrestle with the title at all? If he did, I don't oh. remember. Scorpio. Um he I had think one defense, I want to say. It feels like every single time he was out there with Lambert and Lambert had the other title. This was a I don't even think it was going to be a good double turn. Is Scorpio going to get cheered the next time we see him? I don't think so. I mean, probably just because if he's booked against Sammy, yeah. If he's booked against Sammy, yeah, but why are we doing this? But if he's not booked against Sammy, I don't know where you go with that. How do we do this match again? Oh, this is awful. This is This was the title that was the opening match of Beach Break, and it was a five-star match. I mean, like... This... Is very upsetting for Scorpio Sky. What is happening? How did this title in 30, 40 days go from being one of the most important titles on the brand to being a joke? Yeah. Scorpio literally wrestled one time and it was the Wardlow match the week after. That's what I was saying. One title defense. I think that's the one. And it was like kind of screwy. I'm, I, I just can't help but feel bitter for Scorpio here. I don't know. I just like the guy a lot. I like men of the year. I thought this was a really fresh storyline and you could have Done Scorpio over so many guys. And now, we'll be right back. Yep, no problem. And now, this is what we're at. So now we're going to have Guevara and Conti turning heel. I don't know what you do with Scorpio now. Now he's a two-time champ, and both reigns are really not even memorable. It's kind of sad. His other one, he was at least the first champ, but that title reign really wasn't anything too special because it was the beginning of the company, so... I don't know, man. I just feel uh, I feel torn with this. So I'm just going to move us on to the next segment, which was that ROH title, which we already talked about. But yeah, let's get into Thunder Rosa versus Nyla Rose. This was Thunder Rosa's first title defense. Um, we kind of briefly talked about it. I actually thought this went pretty decent. Uh, Nyla Rose, you know, I mean, this is kind of their, their go-to first challenger for everyone, it feels like. So, of course, they're going to do it with uh, Thunder. But this result felt like it was pretty obvious, but that's okay. So when you know the result's obvious, you got to play around with it and have a good match. And I think they did that. This wasn't anything spectacular, but this is pretty solid. The thing about Thunder Rosa and Nala Rose, they do have some good chemistry. And I want to say Thunder Rosa hit a beautiful monster code red. And that went for a near fall. 
Nyla then hit some great clotheslines on her. Like, this was all going very well. I think the uh, inverted jackhammer by Nyla is a big pop. Yeah, it's a cool move. And it always gets a good reaction. But Thunder Rosa got the win with a hurricanrana into a cradle. And then she went out into the crowd to celebrate with everyone. So, Cowgirl Thunder Rosa, bro? Yeah. Bro. It works. And I am very curious to see what they do next for Thunder Rosa. I really think Layla Hirsch was going to be the next challenger. And now she's hurt. So, I don't know. We can- uh, that code red looked incredible, by the way. That was so beautiful, dude. The size difference between them, I thought that was going to be difficult, but I, it was good. They pulled it off, um, and it, it, it worked really well. I think both men's matches got more time, though, which annoys the shit out of me, but whatever. Yeah, this this one got, it got a little I bit of time. Check. Um, I, I'm trying to think of who her next challenger could be. In the rankings, you got Nyla Rose, Serena Deeb, Anna Jay, Jamie Hayter, and Marina Shafir. If uh, Jamie Hayter does get knocked out of the tournament, maybe her. Yeah, that would be nice. I'd be down with that. It wouldn't make much sense, but so I think that happened with the last tournament. So, I mean, so. here's the thing. I like our women's champions right now. Jade, I think, still technically is presented as a bigger star, which is a little funny considering Thunder's got the world championship. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, I guess... There might be a getting a little concerned. It, it might be that you should have put the, the the that title on like Soho or somebody like that, and maybe Jade should have won the world title. Oops. Yeah, Jade. Jade feels like such people a are, big star. Dude, I'm sure when people first heard me say that as my reasoning for disliking Jade being TBS champion when it first happened, being that that they were probably like, "What the hell is he talking about?" Now you understand why, because this is so awkward. Like. Like, can you imagine if the finals of that tournament was Thunder Rosa versus Ruby Soho, bro? Dude, it's without a shadow of a doubt that the two biggest stars in the company right now are Hangman and Jade. Like, that, they are presented as the biggest stars. Thunder Rosa feels like a good champion. That's nothing against her. But I don't think she's going to get on the star level of Jade. Not in this title reign. It's going to take some time if she does. But no, this was good. Um, yeah, Battle of the Belts. It was Battle of the Belts again. I do find it funny the ROH title stole the show, and it had the lowest, it had the least amount of time. Yeah, ROH title had nine minutes, so. But it was perfect. If it was long, I mean, it could have been longer, like I said, but it was perfect. Like it did what it needed to do. So yeah, let's uh, let's talk about next week's matches. We got six six matches on uh, Dynamite plus a a segment, and two matches already on uh, Rampage. So I like when they announce Rampage stuff on Rampage. That feels cool. I do too, man. I I really enjoy it. So, Owen Hart, men's tournament qualifier, Kyle O'Reilly versus Jungle Boy. Nice. We were talking about seeing, wanting to see Kyle in uh, singles action. Owen Hart, yeah, women's tournament qualifier, Britt Baker versus Daniel Camilla, which is WWE, NXT, and she never debuted on SmackDown, but she was supposed to be in SmackDown. Vanessa Bourne. So, good for her. Should be cool. Um, she All she right. always had a cool character, I thought. Could be one of those random roster additions or just a dark yeah. uh, person. Yeah, or maybe... You know? An ROH tester here. Trying to build something there. Uh, Wardlow Bro, versus... That title still isn't even there. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah, Wardlow versus The Butcher? Cool. I, I've been yeah, enjoying The be Butcher matches, and I'm glad seeing Wardlow back on TV. Yeah. Uh, this is, by the way, on 420 Dynamite. Wait, are we getting <laughs> Joey Janela, bro? <sighs> Man, I miss Joey. CM Punk versus Dustin Rhodes, which we talked about. I... Hey, man, let's go. I'm down if Punk has a great match again. Tony Khan does a drug testing segment? No. Do we finally... So it's going to be April 20th, and 
Double or Nothing, I believe, is May 27th. Is this when they Bro, start- give me a segment of Joey Janela trying to sell Hook weed backstage. Or just have Hook straight up smoking. Uh, is, this, <laughs> is this where you start the CM Punk hangman feud? Is it is it after this match? <clears throat> Maybe. Or do you wait another uh, week? I don't know. Does it... Is that is where is Dustin in the rankings? Oh, dude, Dustin—he's not ranked. Yeah, so like, no, but the idea here is you're building CM Punk as the contender, so he is improving his rank. That's what he's been doing every week. Why? Yeah, I don't know. why he challenges Penta? Why he challenges Dustin? Because he's better than he's better than you, and you know it, bro. Hold up, wait. A <laughs> but yeah, CM Punk versus Hangman at Double or Nothing is going to be fucking huge. Hook's Dynamite in ring debut. Cool. Let's go. Coffin match Darby Allen and Andrade. I'd hope that's the closer. That's gonna be death. That's gonna be beautiful. I if, if they give him twenty five minutes, bro. Let's get a five star match next week. Do it. Give it. Give it to him. Tony Khan makes another huge coffin. announcement. Excuse me. The speculation here is uh, New Japan AEW Super Show. I don't know what else it could be. Maybe it's the trio. Triple A. No, you know what I hope it is. I hope it's the trio's title, Garrett. <laughs> If it, I hope it's that. That's that's my hope. That's my fantasy. Book. I'm cool with. But I think it'll show. probably be what we're talking about. I'm cool with the Super Show. I'm cool with the Trio's title. If it's a TV deal for Ring of Honor, and who the fuck is leaking this shit, bro? Fire them. I don't it's like. It's Probably that. F- coming from Fightful. Yeah, Fightful has everything now. They're the new fucking A lister and Rampage. Oh, Ram- I'm already excited for Rampage. Give me Rampage. Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Garcia. Again, we had this on Rampage a few months back, and you actually did not like it as much as me, nor did everybody else. So everyone's about to be fucking wrong. Again. And now, but dude, I think, who do you have win this? Last time it was Garcia. So I think um, I think Eddie Kingston actually might be in a position for once where he could win this match. Okay. I don't think Daniel Garcia I think, loses I think anything. Eddie wins this. Build up uh, and then crowd the, powerful a little bit. What should be the main event? The TBS Championship. Jade Cargill versus Marina Shafir. So I think that match... Everyone's kind of got a the shit same. show of a match. You can't have either of them lose. Everyone's <laughs> got the same idea about this match, which means I can, think quit, can they quit booking they Jade against people that they have that are undefeated, please? Or like that are like being built up as monsters because it doesn't work. I'm sorry. It doesn't. You can't have undefeated yeah. people face each other. You can't. I hope you, this you can't. Spot One of them loses. Uh, this is the spot like, where they maybe they did. They go with the body section full feud here. Maybe this is where they anoint themselves and. After uh, the match, Hogan and, and, the uh, and Velvet like interfere in the match. Oof. No, after the match, like oh. Jade's like really celebrating, and they jump in the ring, and everyone's like, "Oh no, what are they going to do?" Jump. Jade. I mean, if they let them have a good match, I feel like Marina Shafir has been working on it enough that she could probably do it. But like, I just, I don't know that match I, on I, Dynamite. I think well, we know it's feel... Jade, so it's probably going to be like eight to twelve minutes, which is perfectly fine. But I think they can make it work. Just, I hope so. they got to have the proper pace here. And the, the booking of Jade as, as opponents as a champion has been a fucking nightmare to watch, though. Like it's just been like so <laughs> awful. Like trying to trying to predict how it's going to go because if they don't go out there and have like a ridiculously good match, like it's going to be Maybe really face stupid. Conti was still my favorite match, <sighs> and now I can't even imagine watching those two in the ring again. <laughs> what have they done? All right, but that'll be Fuck it, guys. Um, this was a fun week. We're going to have, we'll be back next week with uh, hopefully some good wrestling to talk about. Hopefully Andrade and Darby Allen, man. Um, that's going to be What are you going to do when when CM Punk is pinned by? <laughs> CM Punk's pinned by Dustin Rhodes? Yeah, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> GG. In 30 seconds. Yeah, 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 I'm out. GG. Let's get the acclaimed on the show <laughs> next week, huh? Yeah, actually, that'd be great. 
I'd love a claim on Rampage. Give me it a feels claim. like they had them on every week for a while, either whether it was on one show or the other. And yeah, just, they felt like I want them I'm back. Cool with them back. Yeah. So hopefully that the announcements tr- uh, tag have uh, them uh, challenge in the tag titles. Lamau. Yeah, I'm down. So yeah, guys, <laughs> that'll be it for us. Uh, we appreciate everyone that checks it out. Um, we see the numbers. We we greatly appreciate it. Uh, shout out all you guys in France watching this. I mean, hey, we're fucking wrestling fans too, man. We appreciate that. If you guys stuck around all the way, thank you very much. And we will be back next week with another edition of Eat Sleep Elite. Sports entertainer. Entertainer.